Idaho here with Lizzie Gaffney. I'm really excited because this is a topic I feel very passionate about. Um, we're going to do a little mini episode on Westworld, my favorite show. And we're thinking while most of our nation is working from home that we are going to do some mini episodes yeah, throughout the week. Just on some of our favorite topics. And today was our first day working from home and gotta say it was tough, but I like to think I'm really happy I have Westworld in my life to get me through. Well this Natalie, hard time. I'm really happy that I have you in my life to get me through. <laughs> I'm glad you need a TV show, but I came over to Natalie's and sat on her couch and used her little mini coffee table it's, table that she talked about in our episode from yesterday. My couch desk. Couch desk. So sorry. That's what I call yes. it. Um, yeah. So what do you have for me about Westworld now? So I wanted to do this for a long time, and it probably would have been better to do before season three launched it's last okay. night, but I think it's fine. So... What I want to do is a lot of people, like I'm really obsessed with Westworld and I, and a lot of it comes from my brother is really obsessed and him and I are obsessed together and we, he like helps me analyze each episode and like think about it after we watch it. So, and I read a lot of Reddit. I'm a, I'm a Reddit user. So I, I just wow. feel like I, I understand the show and a lot of people don't understand it. They don't like it because they think it's complex and they think it's... Well, to be fair, it is very Oh, complex. it's one of the most complex shows out there. Like season two is unbelievably complex and season one. But what I wanted to do before season three kind of gets into the meat because last night's episode was first off, Lizzie hasn't watched it. It exceeded expectations. It was it was freaking awesome. Like I loved every second. I already watched it twice, and I'm gonna watch it again tonight. Um, so before the season kind of gets super into the details, because usually the first episode of seasons are kind of like setting the stage, I want to do a recap. Um, and first, I'm gonna start by doing a recap of season one, season two. But first, I'm gonna start by doing an overview of the show. That's gonna be no spoilers. So. If you're interested in watching Westworld and you haven't seen it, uh, the first few minutes of this is just going to be an overview of what's it about without any spoilers, and then I'll tell you when you should turn off your um, turn off this episode because I'm going to give an overview of actually what happens in season one and season two, which will be. I really bit. need this. This is going to help me. Yeah. So if you've been have if you've watched season three, this hopefully helps. Um, and I have my little iPad in front of me, which is very Westworldy. You know, like how they have the their little very they're like <laughs> little pads thin. that they walk yeah. around with. Yeah. Okay. So an overview of the show. Westworld is set in the future, in the 2050s, and we actually know that season three is going to be 2058, because it's, it's trending on Twitter right now. It's called, it's hashtag welcome to 2058. <laughs> um, and so it's in the future, about, uh, I guess, like 30 years from now. And at this point... It's crazy that that's only 30 years from now. I know. I'm like, they should... Is, Ugh, that's weird. But I don't know if that's too accurate. Like, we're not going to have... Maybe we will, so who knows. So anyways, at this point in the future, we have AI that's so advanced that we're able to make human-like robots. And in season two, if you back up... Wait, AI is artificial intelligence, right? Yes, yeah. Um, And in season two, if you back up the timeline, you actually... They actually... It actually says that, like, you start... They would have started making the robots in 2015. So it's really, like, now. Oh, because they go back and forth in time. Yeah, yeah. so they have... And if you... No, they don't actually explicitly say this in season two, but if you, like, trace the timeline correctly and, like, you read Reddit like I do, it's 2015-ish when they're actually first developing the robots. Okay. But that's not important for right now. But anyways, the dates are important because season one and season two are both in different timelines at once, and it's yeah. very confusing. Um, but that's why the show is so great, in my opinion. 
So anyways, fast forward back to 2050s and the very rich people are spending money to go to this Westworld, which is a theme park um, that's probably located in an island somewhere, like somewhere very remote, um, where the guests pay up to $4,000, $40,000 a day to run around in like wide open, like wild west. So there's towns. That's why it's called like the West World, right? Yeah, because it's, it's like Western. Yeah, it's like Western yeah. World. Yeah. So there. So oh, there's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So sorry don't sorry, get there. Sorry. You're going to get spoilers away. So Lizzie's seen season one and season two. She just needs a little bit of a recap. So anyways, they pay 40000 a day. And like, it's very obvious that there's a big like economical, I guess, gap between people. There's really poor people in the world. There's really rich people in the world. And I think what was confusing for me at the beginning is the robots look so real. Yeah, they're very that you real. don't know well, that's, that they're. That's one of those ridiculous parts of the show is like you don't know who's a robot. Yeah, that's that's why it was hard for me to follow at yeah. first, and so Natalie got me into this show. So, but it was that part was really tough for yeah. me. I mean, they they are robots that look identical to humans. Is there's no way of knowing unless. Yeah, yeah, unless you know they're a robot. And there's ways you know which ones are and you know which ones aren't for the most part. Um, but they, so the guests, the humans go to this town um, in the middle of nowhere. It's called Westworld. They pay all this money and they kill robots, like shoot them, kill them, whatever they want. The robots can't kill them back. So there's some sort of like rule. Um, and then they, they're able to like have sex with them. They make friends with them and they go on journeys with them. Like this is like a huge world. Where it's, they like can they can, it's like Sims, but in real life. Yeah. Like they, and, and they can do literally whatever they want with no repercussions. It's just like, let's have like, let's masquerade like this town and like, who cares? And the humans can't kill other humans. Um, and so the theory, some theories on like why humans would want to do this, like that sounds can you picture yourself being like, yeah, let's, I mean, I could see myself being saying like, oh, let's go like explore like play cowboys and indians but i wouldn't want to kill anyone or like sleep with a robot so there's a lot of theories on why people want to do this and um it's because the outside world is so technologically advanced that humans are like bored with life like it's too easy they want to go like simple they want like like, back to they want like the rough yeah like the rough time and like get back to like the roots of human nature which is excitement and adventure because it is kind of like olden times yeah like in Westworld exactly yeah. oh yeah it's like western I mean I don't know when those times were you like help me here 1800s yeah, yeah late 1800s like There's wild old west like picture Trains. like Utah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um okay so the robots getting into the robots which are they're called the hosts so I'm going to refer to them as the hosts they're completely lifelike when they get shot or killed they go back underground into like the Westworld headquarters into maintenance they get surgery they get sewn up and they get patched back up and sent back out and they go in these loops so if a robot's killed, they get brought back to life and they start their life over like they never got killed. Um, and the the hosts don't have memories, right? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lizzie. <laughs> so she's gonna give away too much. So the reason that this is a key point: they seem more real, they seem more lifelike when they're suffering. So a lot of these robots have really shitty lives because they seem more real to humans when they're like crying and shit like that's part of it so um each of them have a cornerstone which makes them when a cornerstone is like what defines you in your life or like what event or what thing that happened to you defines you in your life so you know if your parents got divorced when you were really young and that really affected your entire life that would be your cornerstone or something um and so some of the really old this is really interesting to me some of the really old robots the hosts i I gotta stop calling them robots some of the very old hosts have actually machine bodies. So, like, some of them, like, have, uh, I don't know how else to describe it, but, like, metal. 
Like they're made of metal and like machinery. But the newer ones are made of flesh yeah. and blood that they develop in these labs. And it's yeah, they say ugh. because it's like cheaper and more efficient, but who knows? I mean, they could be just saying that. Um, and then this is the last kind of I'm almost finishing up with just the overview. Westworld is owned by Delos and Delos is an extremely rich company named after its founder, Delos, an older man who is important in season two. And then Westworld was founded, or we think it was founded, by Arnold Weber and Robert Ford, who is played by um, Harrison. What's his last name? Anthony. Anthony. Anthony Harris? Yeah. No, no. no Shit, this is embarrassing. Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Anthony Hopkins. I just forgot. Sorry. Anthony Hopkins. And then we don't really know whose idea it was to like, start Westworld. So key things to know before I get into the overview of season one. Uh, you don't see anything of the outside world in season one. So you really only see you, like a few, maybe a few things, but really it's just focused on Westworld, which is really cool because each season is so different than the other one. Uh, Westworld, or season one is all about Westworld. And then um, another thing is the timelines are so important. Like if you think that everything's happening in the same timeline, then you're wrong. And that was kind of yeah. a spoiler, so sorry, but <laughs> it's really important. All right, you ready for season one overview? Yeah, so Woo! this is spoilers. Now. Oh, yeah, if you, if you don't want spoilers, I would press pause. Okay, so season one, we're in Westworld, and there's three t- major timelines going on. Do you remember this? I don't remember. <laughs> I know that there were two, but I don't know if I remember yeah, the so three. Yeah, so the third one is smaller. It's okay. not as important, but there's two main ones. You're right. Um, so it's really more like there's one and then there's memories and those are the other two, Okay. but we're going to call it three. So timeline one, um, this is Arnold and I'm going to assume now that everyone that's, that's listening has seen it. So I'm just going to kind of go do an overview. Time, timeline one is Arnold making Dolores. So Arnold is one of the founders. He's making Dolores and he's like talking to her in that downstairs kitchen and Dolores she's like the main girl. She's the main, she's the blonde, like she's the sweet, like heart with the dad right she like yeah. wears a blue dress blonde she's played by evan rachel wood who's a freaking amazing actress um and then timeline two is william young william coming to the park for the first time with logan who is his soon-to-be brother-in-law and the son of delos who owns westworld yes. who is which f- you don't figure out until you don't figure later. out until, yeah so then the timeline three is the now and william is 30 years older and he's the man in black which oh i kind of thought i guess that doesn't make sense but for some reason, I thought the, like, two before were at the same time. Like, the first two no, we mentioned were yeah. at the same time, but they're not. No, okay. they're not. Which is really kind of okay. an important part because, to the later points. Yeah. Um, and then, so, timeline now, timeline three is the now, and that's when William is 30 years older and Ford is plotting his final narrative. So, Ford is the white hair guy played by Anthony Hopkins. Um, and who, he, like, is obsessed with the hosts, right? So, and he's, like evil like he's like yeah. the bad guy he's totally what's the word for the bad guy villain yeah or antagonist. antagonist antagonist yeah he like totally is until he's not but he is so he's like mean to the host like he's like harasses them is like tr- telling the workers at westworld like they're not real like he's like very mean to the host and it's important later. but he like loves dolores yes well it's interesting like he says later on. He has all these conversations. Yeah. Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> he does love Dolores because she's like the very first host. And that's why she's really important. So Arnold makes Dolores and like, and sees in timeline one and he's in love with her. Like, I think he's in love with her because he's so obsessed with her. 
Um, so then one of the important things, oh, sorry, let me go back to timeline three. Um, oh, sorry, timeline one, the very, very first one, when Arnold is still alive. So Arnold's mm-hmm. one of the founders. We find out later in the season that um, he was killed in the park, but we don't really know how. Remember that? Right. Where there was like, there was an accident and 30 years ago. Bernard... Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. Oh, we know. We know. Okay. We don't think. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting confused now. I, um, I really needed this. Yeah, so you definitely need this before you watch yeah. this tonight. Um, okay, so in timeline one, Arnold and Ford are about to open the park. And okay. Dolores is made. They're, like, practicing with all the hosts. Blah, blah, blah. This is 30 years ago. We're assuming this is, like, 2020. Or, like, now. Like, say 2020. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, 2020s. And uh, Arnold makes Dolores and wants to see if he can... He's so obsessed with, like, finding consciousness. So he is saying, in 2020s, can I make a robot conscious? Like, what is... how? Like, have their own memories. Yeah, or, like, like, to make them alive. Like, it doesn't make a human brain to be alive. It makes, like, anything with a conscious to be alive. So he's... He suddenly is like, I'm going to make Dolores conscious, and I'm going to do it by having her play this game, which is the maze. And really what the maze is, and it's such a big theme in season one, is sending your, what, what Arnold says is like sending your mind on this loop. And there's a uh, psychological theory called the bicameral mind, which is kind of, it's actually not widely accepted, but it's, it's, um, it's a theory of consciousness saying that your brain is split into two. And the reason that we're conscious is because over time in evolution, our left side of our brain was talking to our right side of our brain in the same and we just suddenly started hearing voices and that suddenly became like our own thoughts our and then own consciousness and then we yeah. developed this consciousness which isn't widely accepted but it's a theory that is arnold is trying to prove with dolores by having himself talk to her in her brain and sending her on these like thoughts these like loop thoughts to see if it can finally be herself talking to herself and this is like the maze so it's really a game for Dolores to be able to talk to herself and become conscious. And so he thinks, and I'm kind of skipping here, but he ends up thinking that Dolores is conscious when she's not and is like, oh my God, she's alive. Like, we can't open the park. We need to shut it down. And no one will stop him. Like uh, Ford, who is his, his still in the show 30 years later, still on the timeline 30 years later, is like, no, we're opening. She's not alive or whatever. And he... Arnold is insane and and I mean I don't know if he's insane but he has Dolores kill him to prove a point that she's like alive and to stop the park from opening so Arnold dies through Dolores which we don't find out to the last episode of the season but that's kind of important for the rest of this do you remember that mm-hmm. okay one other thing to point one other thing that's important to note is the difference between Delos which is the owner and the, like the financial kind of powerhouse of Westworld and Robert and Arnold so uh, Dallas is wanting to sneak data outside because they have this like obviously this like crazy yeah. IP that is amazing and like way out of its time and they're trying to steal it away from Robert because other people might want to yeah like who knows we actually it. don't really know what they want to use it with but we have ideas um okay so I'm gonna go fast now so Dolores's di- timeline in the third timeline Dolores and Teddy who's like the love of her life who's very tragic love story um, they're on their normal loop, which is like their narrative. And narratives are the host stories that they just live off of. Blah, blah, blah. They go round and round. They encounter the man in black, who we later found out is William, at her home. And he kills Teddy and drags Dolores into the barn. And she starts to remember all these horrible things that's happened to her over the past 40 years of her life. 
because she's been around for 40 years so blah blah she we don't really know what that that kind of is just what happens so then shortly after Dolores's dad finds a picture in his yard and malfunctions so they're not able to see like things that that um will hurt them so he finds a picture of a woman in a city and they're not he's not supposed to be able to like register what that means but he does for some reason and this is uh Robert what's his name Abernathy um and he starts to malfunction they go downstairs um and then he starts to malfunction even more so he starts quoting Shakespeare which is a big theme in season one there's a lot of, like Shakespearean quotes and stuff so give her the quote these violent delights have violent ends mm-hmm. that was like a big thing where it was kind of like the virus that was spreading but amongst the host where it was like kicking them into like consciousness rem- yeah, yeah to like remember Maeve. yeah so she starts yeah. to remember everything Maeve's a really big one so then Dolores goes off loop with the help of Ford um, in the background, which we don't know. We think it's Arnold that's helping Ford let the... Ho- we think, like, Arnold somehow is, like, his, co- his like, username in the system is, like, having the host, like, remember things. Mm-hmm. But it's really Ford, we learn. Um, so she goes off loop and retraces her steps of what she's done before, and she's rel- reliving all these horrible memories. So um, this is in the third season, and or the third timeline, and then we start to kind of see the second timeline in her memories. And the second timeline is when William comes to the park for the first time and meets Dolores for the first time. And, like, they, and fall, they, fall, in they fall in love. Yeah. And Logan is, like, annoyed with who is the... Um, so William's supposed to be married to Logan's sister. And Logan is annoyed. Logan sucks. Yeah, Logan's annoying, and he's like, let's just, like, fucking kill everyone. And why are you, like, in love with Dolores? You're marrying my sister. Like, whatever. He ends up, like, stabbing Dolores. And she ends up dying in this loop. Um, and then L- William goes insane. And this is when, like, remember the, uh, the scene where William, like, puts Logan on naked on a horse and, like, sends it off yeah. into the distance? Yeah. So that's that. And then William comes back to the Sweetwater, which is where Dolores lives, and sees Dolores. And Dolores doesn't remember him because she's been like re wiped. Yeah, yeah, rewiped. And he gets really upset and he realizes that this is all just like fucked up and he becomes essentially the man in black. And that's the guy in the third season. So, one of the cool things about this is that Dolores doesn't age, but the man in black does. You don't know that William and the man in black are the same person until the last episode or like the second to last episode. But you think it's all kind of like one. Um, you think, yeah, it's happening. You think it's happening yeah. all at once, which is one of my favorite parts of the season. So, back to, back to when we realized that William is the man in black is the very end of sees the third timeline. And this is when Ford, who we think is like Mr. Evil this entire time, is planning this new narrative. And in the background, which is all, all like, Westworld is so, so dense, like, I could not cover all of it. But in the background, the board of directors are coming and they want to make Ford retire. Because he's, like, doing all this crazy new shit, like, building new narratives. He wants to control Westworld, but they're, like, he's just a crazy old man that wants to live out these stupid stories. Let's make him retire early. So the board of directors is coming. He's going to announce his final narrative, Ford. And that's what they're all kind of, like, working towards. So the man in black, William, is also at this point on the board of directors. So right before this, like, reveal of the new narrative, Ford brings okay so um Dolores is on her loop again by herself like no one's with her and she ends up back at the church like remember that like town with Mm -hmm. the church which is like a big symbol in the season and she ends up meeting William again that's when she realizes that the man in black is William 
and they get into a fight like a legit fight and this is why i love dolores so much because she's always like fighting these men and he stabs and kills dolores mm-hmm. and ford takes her brings her to the underground facility and tells her the voice inside your head isn't your isn't arnold's it's yours Ford reveals that Arnold was on the quest of consciousness for, of the bicameral mind, and he thought that Dolores was conscious 30 years ago and had her kill him in order to stop the park from opening. So then Ford also said that he also has a desire to free the host, just like Arnold, even though most people think that he's trying to keep the host under his control. And he wants he was planning to keep them in the park for longer to prepare them to fight back. So like he's been like training the host for 30 years and like making them working them towards consciousness like fight back but no one knew that but no one knew that everyone thought he was like evil the whole yeah. time um so this is a really important one too but Maeve I'm gonna quickly cover her timeline so that was like Dolores' timeline do you have any, do you have any other questions that I might have missed <laughs> really pumping me full of information here um so the Maeve storyline is really important and she's like the one person that I actually think is conscious I don't think Dolores is fully conscious yet, um, just for some other reasons. But they're in parallel, and they don't cross very, very past very much in season one. She remembers everything and has been programmed by Ford, actually, to remember everything. Um, and so the people think it's Arnold from the dead doing it. She keeps, shift, she keeps getting herself killed over and over again so she can go back underground and forces these two engineers that are humans to alter her code so that she's incredibly smart and she can control other hosts. And this comes to her advantage, um, and she really is on this mission to find her daughter but she's also trying to escape and she's actually been coded to escape by ford to like cause a distraction during like the final narrative piece um and then she tries to escape but the question is she doesn't escape and she decides to turn back around and go find her daughter and like the question is does she have control or not was she programmed to stay or was she programmed to go and a lot of people like say she was programmed to go so like she made a choice to to stay. stay yeah um okay so the end of timeline one just i'm just going to quickly close season one with the timelines i did like a really quick summary of season one so so much i missed but the end of timeline one in season one ends in dolores killing killing arnold and killing all the other hosts she pretty much goes crazy and we don't find this out to the end the second timeline ends um and she breaks out of her loop and she starts remembering everything every piece of the maze and keep in mind this was 30 years ago so she's done this like loop her loop is not like the traditional loop of this is my life in Sweetwater as like a host. Her loop is like the maze. So she breaks out um, to into this loop again and she's remembering like things that happened like 10 years ago, things that happened like two years ago. So she has all of these insane like memories over and over again and she keeps reliving this like painful loop of where she gets lost and she like gets stabbed and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then somewhere in between the second and third timeline William's life and we find this out later in season two William's life kills himself kills herself and William gets all upset and angry and goes out into Westworld to kill Maeve and her daughter and so when uh, William says the maze is revealed to him when William kills Maeve and says she was different she was alive because she had so much pain and suffering when he killed her daughter like he says that she looked alive and like he knew that she was alive so this was like a life this was like a turning point for william Maeve goes insane and uh ford reprograms her to be uh the owner of the brothel and that's kind of where it picks up for her so i'm going to close out season one with the end which is the the last episode is called journey in tonight um and it's his last narrative so ford is giving his speech in front of all of the board of directors 
Dolores comes around, and this is just such a good episode. Dolores comes around and is conscious, like, or conscious in quotation marks. We don't really know yet if she is or not. Shoots him in the back of the head and starts shooting board members in the crowd. So she she goes into a freaking massacre. Yeah. yeah. So big things to remember from season one. Dolores massacres everyone. Bernard remembers he's a ho- Oh, I didn't even talk about this, but Bernard's a host. And this is back to your question. Um, and this is really revealed in season two more than season one, but Bernard is the host version of Arnold. So Dolores and Bernard never met actually in season one um, or ever because, or we think ever. Because every time. Because, it, because well, it's weird because um, Arnold built Dolores and then Dolores, we find out, built Bernard, which is interesting. We find out in season two. So Bernard's, yeah, so Bernard finds out he's a host. Uh, William transforms into the man in black and Maeve goes back for her daughter. So that's the big things to remember. And then the key takeaways from season one is, uh, are the key themes from season one are like who has agency so who's controlling who like do humans have control of themselves or is it just like a code in our brain that's telling us what to do um, the idea of waking up is like a big theme of you see a lot of like the hosts wake up and like restart this loop and you see humans wake up and so it's kind of this like theme of like what does it mean to wake up um, and then what makes someone human uh, what is human like blur in reality what is what is nature they say a lot like have you ever questioned the nature of your reality um, there's a lot of Shakespeare. What is good versus evil? White house, white hat versus black hat. Like, what do you choose? And then evolution and consciousness and the theory of the bicameral mind, which Arnold loved. That's season oh. one. Season one. Feels like just yesterday. Okay, so moving on to season two. Um, season two has a lot of timelines, too. And I want to say before I start, season... Season two is very different than season one. Season three is looking to be very different from season two. So we kind of start to see the outside world here. We start to see more of what it's like to live out there. And we uncover a little bit of background of everyone, really. I think I liked season two better than season So two. a lot of people say they didn't like season two because it was super complex. But I agree. I liked season two a lot. Like it's, I prefer to watch season two more than season one because... Um, it's so complex like you could just spend hours on it so there's a lot of timelines too and there's actually five um, that have been really identified but uh, there's you can really tell the ones that are like years apart those are not trying to be tricky but the ones that are trying to be tricky are the ones that are two weeks apart Um, so the major themes in season two are I didn't catch those yeah so it's the two weeks apart is like the most great best writing ever it's amazing so the major themes, we find out that Delos is copying host data for, like, marketing. And they say they're copying these brains to – or to copying – they're pretty much copying every single thing that humans are doing when they visit the park so they can recreate the humans. And they're really on this, like, quest for immortality. Um, and they're they're on this quest for immortality for humans to by getting to know them so intimately in the park by seeing their every move through the host's eyes that they can p- completely copy their code, a.k.a. their brain – and recreate their body and mind and they're essentially living again so it's like saying if you could recreate my exact brain for every single thing that happened or every single neuron or whatever that goes on there into a computer then i would be my consciousness would be like moved into that computer which is such a weird concept Ugh. right um uneasy yeah so we meet delos the man um and he is wait is he the one in the glass yeah thing? yeah okay. so season two is so cool so delos is you see him in multiple timelines alive. Wait, but he's also dead. a host, right? Or- well, yeah. So he's they've recreated him, right? Like yeah. they've 
and they recreated him like a bunch of times and every time they did it like failed but they're still trying to do it like years years later so you see him alive as a human in the past timelines and then you see him as a host in a cage pretty much trying to like the glass yeah the glass box fish tank yeah so he's the um owner of Delos or like the men and they, that's the one where they like burn the room yeah right? over and over again yeah. when it fails and so we see William visiting his host over and over again and William's aging every time you he goes because he's been in there so long and he's trying to test if they can have the exact same conversation um and that's called fidelity like they're testing for fidelity Okay, so I'm going to quickly go over the timelines. Timeline one, Dolores and Arnold. So the, we think this is like the distant past, but we can't be sure. So uh, actually, sorry, it's not, Del- it's not Dolores and Arnold, it's Dolores and Bernard. Um, Do- Dolores is questioning Bernard, who's the host version of Arnold, in the same way that Arnold questioned Dolores. So there's a Which lot of parallels confusing. here. Yeah, it's very confusing. So she's actually testing Bernard for fidelity of Arnold trying to make him exactly the same as but she's Arnold. doing that as but her host as a self. host as a host self and in, in season one she didn't remember this but thanks to ford at the end of season one he lets every host remember like all of their memories yes, yeah, so now okay. she's like realizing this and um yeah so they're testing she's testing him for fidelity which is another way of saying we are testing to see if you're the exact human replica of what we're trying to make so timeline two is the real world pre-westworld Arnold is showing um, Dolores the the real world where she is a young robot and um, she a young robot but she looks identical. So in the current timeline, which is the 2058 timeline, Dolores remembers everything. So she's remembering visiting the real world now that she's like in Westworld, massacring right. massacring people. Timeline three is the real real world while Westworld is open. So William, who fell in love with Dolores, went crazy because he realized Dolores didn't love him back, really, um, is rising to power within Delos by telling him... Because that was his father-in-law's company, Yes. So now he's rising to power within that company, and he's telling... You see him telling Delos, the old man, while he's still alive, that the real money and marketing is by understanding humans' drives and desires, and you can really do this in Westworld, which is like a free space to see this. Um, and then we also see Dolores again in the real world where she's playing the piano and she's also remembering like everything and every conversation that humans are having around her. And this is a big part in like all of her intelligence. So then season timeline four and timeline four and five are very important for the complexity of season two. They're only two weeks apart. So timeline four is the revolution. So this is right after the massacre at the end of season one. Okay. Dolores and Teddy are forming the army with all their hosts and they're killing any and all humans. Like they're just freaking going rampant and then there's Maeve yeah so Maeve is um I'm gonna get to her in a second but Bernard and Charlotte escaped the massacre so Bernard is with Charlotte Charlotte Hale is the board of director the really like badass bitch that just like owns the place I freaking love her but Bernard is a host he is a host but Charlotte doesn't know we don't think she knows um and so the very first and actually I'm not gonna say that yet Okay, so we don't know who knows that Bernard is a robot, but he knows he's a robot. Um, Charlotte takes... Because in season one, Bernard doesn't know he's a robot. Yeah. Until, like, the yeah. very end. And remember when he kills the woman he yeah. loves? Yeah. Tragic. Really, really bad. <laughs> There's so much, like, killing of people you love in this show. Charlotte takes Bernard to a hidden lab, and that's where Bernard sees that Delos is copying data. Um, so they kind of escape, like, the massacre and, and go to that lab. Charlotte is trying to connect to Delos from the outside world and... 
and they keep saying, no, we're not going to save you until you send the package, which is in season one, the package is the data they're trying to like smuggle out of the park. Right. Through um, Abernathy's, Peter Abernathy's code. And then Maeve and Hector. Hector is like the guy that I call Puss in Boots because he sounds like Puss in Boots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, they take Sizemore, who is the narrative writer, like the asshole guy, um, to find her daughter. So they like, hold him hostage. So she's like trying to find her daughter. Yeah, she's she, still on the quest to find her daughter. And yes. she goes to Shogun World, which is like the Japanese world, yes. which is so cool. Like, one of the reasons why I love Westworld is because there's so many different cultures. I loved it when it switched yeah. over yeah. to a different world. And it's a different, like, it's the same narrative, yeah. but it's a different culture. It's really cool. Like, there's so much, like, parallels and, and compare and contrast that I love. And then the man in black is injured from getting, like, shot by robots during the, during, I keep calling robots hosts during the massacre. And he starts playing the game he's been waiting his whole life for, which is, like, the hosts are free. Like, what, this is the real stakes. This is. And he's, like, really crazy at this point. Yeah. Like. Okay. So that's two weeks before present time. All that is two weeks and then, like, leading up to present time. Present time is when Bernard, in the very first scene of the, I think the whole season, Bernard wakes up on the beach mm-hmm. and he's like, can't remember anything. And Strand, who's the really tall white guy that mm-hmm. um, is like, I guess, a power broker within Delos, wakes him up or finds him and says, it's been two weeks since the massacre. So finally the humans are getting saved. So Charlotte was two weeks ago trying to get us saved and like finally they're getting saved okay. two weeks later. Strand needs info from Bernard, and so that's why he's taking Bernard. And we don't know. It's I actually, maybe I missed this, but I don't know if they know if he's a host or not. Like, I mm. feel like they do, but I don't know. So all the humans take Bernard, and they need info from him. So they this timeline follows Strand's team cleaning up the mass from Revolution and looking for something, most likely Abernathy. Because that's a code that has all the data they want. So this is where we end at the, season, the end of episode one when they're at the lake, and... Bernard is saying, and they're, all the dead hosts are like floating in the water. Mm-hmm. And Bernard is like, I killed them. I killed them all. <laughs> but he I can't remember why he killed them all or how. Um, okay. Whew. So the events that happened in between timeline four and five are like the main part of the story. So um, Dolores and Teddy are like off on their way, right? Like loving life. Teddy kills himself in front of Dolores because he's such a good person and like Dolores is like going rampage and she's like starting wars and like he can't so he kills her kills himself um Dolores actually ends up putting him his brain or his like consciousness into the valley beyond the forge so he goes and lives in like virtual reality for life and he's happy um Maeve travels to Shogun world to find her daughter and she eventually finds her in Westworld but she's a new mom (laughs) so sad Uh, the man in black gets really lost and this is one of my least favorite parts of the season so the man in black gets really lost in this like new fun game and he's like having the time of his life but eventually he goes insane because he doesn't know what's real or what's not he's like questioning his own reality and then his daughter shows up his daughter shows up I hate this he thinks that Ford who is still around in the virtual world talking to like Bernard and shit talking to the man in black through different hosts he is convinced that his daughter is a robot is a to fuck with yeah. him Ugh. by Dolores and kills her. And she's actually real. Yeah. Um, that was horrible. That was horrible. Yeah. And so he legitimately goes insane after that. Um, and then, gosh, okay. I'm not going to, this, I'm not going to say this part yet, but it's great. So actually, I guess I might as well just say it because we're at the end. So this is where it all gets tricky in between this time, the man in black and Bernard and Dolores meet up. And Man in Black tries to kill Dolores unsuccessfully because she just, like, is superhuman at this point. Like, 
super robot at this point. Like nothing is killing her. Um, she takes Bernard as a, and a, one, one other thing to notice during this whole time is that all of the robots are like looking for the Valley beyond, right? They're looking for the, it's called like glory. It's called yeah. the Valley beyond. But really what it is, is it's this, um, this data house where all of the data lives and all like copies of all the hosts live. And if you get to there, if you get to the door or whatever, then essentially the robots can live in like this virtual reality place and be happy heaven yeah it's like heaven for them and they can be whoever they want like it's like the cloud or like i don't even know something like that so they're all trying to get to this valley beyond and some of them successfully make it at the end but um dolores is is and this is kind of i should have brushed up on this but the last episode of the season she bernard and the man in black all meet up but she if you remember the man in black holds a gun to her head shoots it but for some reason, like it fires back and blows off the man of black's fingers. So it doesn't kill yeah. Dolores. He's hurt. Dolores takes Bernard as a prisoner, takes him down into the, I think it's called the cradle. Um, and that's where like all of the human data is stored. And she is, she goes in and like meets the machine. So she like, she like meets like the yeah. freaking like virtual world. Like it's like a, there's a voice in there and she goes in there and she meets it with Bernard. Um, she, is trying to destroy all the data. She's trying to learn about humans. She's like downloading all this information about humans. And then she's trying to destroy the, the, um, the actual like system. And Bernard is with her and takes control and kills her. So he kills her in the, the, um, the cradle and then he floods it. And so that's why at the end, like it shows that he had killed all of the hosts because like he had flooded the cradle. So that happened and you, we all get that. But, but, what we don't see until the very end is what happened. That happened in the last episode? Yeah, but that's, like, the background. But what really happened is, and Ford doesn't, or Bernard doesn't remember this until, like, the very last minute. So what he was actually doing was building a second robot for Dolores. So he did kill her body, but he built a replica of Charlotte, who is the um, board of director woman that he was with earlier, when he escapes from her, he builds a second robot and actually puts Dolores's mind into Charlotte's body. And so then after he's captured by Strand and the team, he um, go. he's like, Charlotte has him, whatever, everyone has him. Dolores wakes up in Charlotte's body. And you don't see all this. It's just kind of like what happens in the background. Charlotte, we'll call her, what's it called? Charlotte. Trelores, we'll call her Trelores, because now she's like Dolores in Charlotte's body. Okay, kills Charlotte in the basement. So like she, so she, now human, d- human Charlotte's d- dead. Yeah, okay. Dolores is posing as Charlotte, and it's the best part of this whole season is the acting from the actress that plays Charlotte, because now she's like a new character. She's Dolores, mm. but she's actually still like still in the body, the same and so she does these like little things that you can notice, like she, when she. When she looks, she looks with her eyes first and then moves her head. She doesn't walk with her arms moving because Dolores doesn't walk with her arms moving. It's like very robotic mm, things, like yeah. small. And so pretty much what happens is she Charlotte's faking as or Dolores is faking as Charlotte. Bernard really helped her do that, and like Bernard is like, holy shit! Like I, I like hate. They're kind of like enemies, like Bernard and, and Dolores, because like Bernard is kind of seen as good and Charlotte or Dolores is seen as evil, and so then. Um, 
Dolores as in Charles' body kills all the humans that are in that room and she sends Teddy's brain into the virtual world. She takes five brains of so like the robots' brains are like those little like orbs, remember? Yeah, yeah. And she steals those five orbs. We don't really know who's what five they are. I'm assuming one, well one's definitely Bernard. Um and then we don't know who the other four are. Uh, and then she escapes the island or escapes Westworld as Charlotte, like she's posing as Charlotte. And as she's leaving, she crosses by Stubbs, who we think is human, but we find out he's not human because he says, he pretty much says to Charlotte, who's Dolores, like, you can go free. I know that you're Dolores, essentially, is what he says. Mm. So Dolores goes out into the world. Um, and that was a really quick summary, but that's like the main part is that Bernard Do- helped Charlotte or helped Dolores be Charlotte and then escape the world. Dolores is out. Yeah. So the main points are um, she transfers the host, or sorry, she escapes Westworld and body of Charlotte, and she makes it to Arnold's home at the end and makes a copy of herself and Bernard. So Arnold's home in the real world has like a machine to build these fake robots. And so she, we see in the last scene that she had made a version of Bernard and a version of Charlotte and a version of herself. So there's three of them in this last scene. Dolores puts herself back into her own body. We don't know who's in Charlotte's body yet because mm. it's but one it of the could orbs. Be a brain. It's definitely yeah. a robot brain, oh, okay. like that she stole from the island or Westworld. And then um, Bernard is back, and he and they're having this conversation, and he's like, "You're gonna kill everyone. You're gonna kill huma- humanity." And she's like, saying, "That's why there's two of us. Like, I'll be good. You'll be bad, or I'll be bad. You'll be good. Good bad. Good cop. Bad cop." Um, and then. Yeah, Maeve finds her daughter and lets her go into the Forge Beyond. Maeve sacrifices herself for her daughter, who lives happily ever after. Um, the man in black is, at the very end, he's in the cage, like the glass cage, being mm. questioned by a robot version of his daughter, like, we're testing for fidelity. So that's kind of a cliffhanger. Um, and that's, like, it. I mean, I definitely missed some stuff, but I just love the ending of it because it's so, you don't realize that when Charlotte when Charlotte's I feel like I need to watch the last episode I of would. season two it's really it's an hour and a half long it's like a movie yeah <laughs> but then. it's really good so before I close I know this was longer than I anticipated but thanks for listening um some theories for season three are interesting so Delos is secretly re- these are some theories uh Delos is secretly replacing humans with hosts Insight is one of this new is this new company that's kind of introduced and it's a theory that they're controlling all of humanity with AI. Um, companies are going to fight AI, or humans are going to fight AI like a viral infection. And Dolores is going to send her consciousness to the computer and like, or to the internet, and like take over computers. This is all crazy. Uh, the real world maybe is just a, like a future world, so it's like just another theme park, mm, another yeah. simulation. Charlotte, we don't know who Charlotte is going to be. Like I'm thinking maybe it's Dolores's mom or like some random host I don't know we don't know maybe she copied herself and there's two Doloreses um, other really out there theories is that Westworld is on the moon <laughs> Arnold's son is dead is alive and well there are two Williams and then Caleb who is Aaron Paul who is freaking amazing is actually Dolores' son which these are theories that I just like saw on the internet I'm like I don't know if these are true hmm. um, but the reason I love it to close it out is it's all about parallels and timelines and like the very small details the acting is out of this world amazing. There's lots of different cultures baked in, like the Wild West, futuristic, Raj world, Japanese world. There's World War II world, which is really cool. 
Um, it touches on religion also with like the host. It's the classic like fucked up rich family people problem, like the rich more money more problems kind of situation with like a mini succession like story baked into it. There's a big juxtaposition between Western and old cultures and futuristic modern world with lifeless culture. Um, breakdowns, human flaws, the complexity of the writing and storylines is like unbelievable. And then little twists like Stubbs being a robot. Yeah. Love it. Whew, that was hard. Thanks, I'm Linda. Do you, you feel like ready to watch season three? I do. I'm ready. I'm ready to watch. Thanks ah. for all of your information, Nat. You're welcome.